Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hello and welcome to Family Jewels. I'm Olga Koch. And I'm Charlie Dinkin. And we are delighted to welcome today's guest. It's the one and only Uruj Ashfak. Oh, you look beautiful in those pearls. Thank you. And you've worn them in such a creative way. I was, I started, I'm trying to wear it like a headband. Yeah, it looks very uh, Mother Mary, oh, okay. biblical, very nice. Lana Del Rey. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. You know who you look like? Tell me. Karina Kapoor from K3G, like Pooh. Oh my God, t- took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who you definitely know who they are. Okay, but the funny thing is, I know the actress, because I saw the song You Are My Sonia, that she did with this guy called Ruthik, which is like, he's like the Tom Cruise of India. Yeah, he is. He's amazing. So Olga's just been in India. Uh, I'm a 31-year-old white woman. Of course I've been in India. Have you been hearing a lot about the India? <laughs> She's, uh, she wants to subtly drop it in. Um, oh, sorry. I was in India. I, I wasn't. Oh, sorry. I can't come. Okay. First, okay, first of all, for our audio readers, I just want to describe your outfit. You are wearing a um, leopard print pajama set with an... Fake silk. An, <laughs> fake silk with a fake ostrich pink trim, feathered yeah. trim. And a, a leopard print headband as well. You look fantastic. To match. It so, looks lovely. <laughs> Class. So you've just been in India, Class. but you didn't see we'll each other up. in India. No, I was here in yeah. London. Yeah, we did a Princess Switch. Yeah, we did the Princess Switch. Because she's, okay. she's doing the UK tour and I was doing two cities in so India. So you took over each other's lives. Yes. Seamlessly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seamlessly. <laughs> you know, she, she knows about Rithik and Karina now. That's basically all the knowledge I have. Bollywood is incredible. Are you a big Bollywood head? Uh, yes, I love Bollywood. I'm pretty obsessed. Um, I watch all the movies, most of the movies. But I would say that... Um, 
I exercise a healthy distance from it also. Okay. I don't I don't let it become because you can re- you can really get into Bollywood. Like And that could be your whole personality yes. that you really care and about. And it would it. be exhausting because you'd have to watch everything. And like all you do is quote movies. Like we'd have be having right. a conversation, I'd just be dropping a quote, a quote, a quote. That a is song, cool. A quote. And then well, not if you have to speak to them every day. Okay. Um and so I'm trying Because then you wouldn't have to have a personality. You'd yeah, just yeah, be yeah. doing yeah, I think you accurately put it when you said like. Do you think of Bollywood as like, for you personally as a consumer of Bollywood as like separate from other types of film, or are you like it's film? Film is film. Oh yeah, no, film is film. I think of it as like film is film. Actually, within Bollywood, there are different directors for yeah. whom I'm like, you are peak Bollywood. Yeah. And everybody else, I think of as film, but that's like, they <gasps> don't. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I think a lot of the movies that uh make it. Uh, into like the masses or become really popular like say like Kabhi Khushi Kabhi Gum and right. stuff they are uh, they're really big Bollywood budget films but there's also like those there's really good filmmakers and really nice films and they're all part of the same thing so yeah interesting it's the way that like Hollywood has yeah, the same yeah, yeah. right they'll yes. have blockbusters and they'll have indie films and it's all technically Hollywood but what mm-hmm. I'm leaning into is like what are um, film snobs in India like you know what I mean who are the like high film snobs bros. the bros <laughs> like is- you here we got the the film bros, the Scorsese heads. You know what I mean? Tarantino. It's like they're gonna explain the plot of something to you personally mm-hmm. at all times, even if you've seen it first. Correct. We have we have the film bros in India. Um, they are watching movies by I would say a lot of them are really into Anurag Kashyap. Um, then a lot of them are also into I guess Chaitanya also. Chaitanya Tamane is a director they're into. I'm trying to think of the other names like, because since I'm not a film bro and my taste is uh, not uh, so good, I don't really know the names. <sighs> and you're not letting anyone explain them to there you. Is, that, there that is, that is a is man in India listening to this podcast just itching to be like, I want to explain it. To yeah, you're going to so get some emails. <laughs> it's oh. happening. You know what it is? I've seen the movies and I don't remember the director's names. And now people are going to watch yeah, this or listen you. to this and they're going to be like, why didn't yeah. you say X person's do you want, name? Do you, want me, do you want us to edit this out? <laughs> you cannot even drop a hint that you want to learn anything about film. Yeah, yeah. It's something every woman must learn. A girl that mentions, uh, mentions the idea of films, is a, it's, it's a sort of... It's a sentence. Don't email anyone Don't <laughs> about please. film if you've listened to this podcast. We'll watch our films in our own time. Yes, but it's nice to know that across countries, boys trying to show women movies is a, yeah. it's a phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, someone else did the work and created this piece of art that's two hours long. And because I've played it to you, I am now entitled to have sex with you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, that is how that works. I tell us all this time. <laughs> and look how amazing I am because I know about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my whole personality. <laughs> and I understand it in a way that you, a person who's merely seen it and read about it, <laughs> could yeah. never know. <laughs> and look at this, a poster <laughs> of the same movie. Sorry, so you now want to be Olga you want to be in Bollywood films that's I mean, your new personality I want to be the non-speaking white extra in a Bollywood film that is my that's what I'm manifesting for myself in 2024 do you remember that there was a reality show that happened here have you ever heard of, no one will have heard of this do you no. remember this it seems like I kind of think Andrew might have watched as a child there was a there was a reality show where they were people were get, getting a chance to be in a Bollywood movie white people yes. in the UK yes are they Bollywood fans in the show yes Yes, and then they go and they're like doing little bits, oh. and it's all about like who could be in a 
in a Bollywood movie. You have you have plenty of jobs there if you want. <laughs> That's no one is stealing your job as white woman three in background. Non-speaking, non-speaking. I'm not non learning speaking lines. White woman. Or like you are, you could be very important to a plot where a lot of like white people come in, offer a piece of advice that changes the movie, <laughs> and then they leave. The sage. You could be a sage. <laughs> We should maybe you should write a movie and you should you should be like a wise sage of the movie. I could be your fairy godmother in the film. Would oh you like God. that? Yes, okay. I would love it. Okay, cool. I love. Are we making a Bollywood movie now? Yeah, yeah. sure, great. You and I are the romantic leads. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. the fairy godmother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it sounds good. It's um, right, so you yes. are here. You are in not not in India at the moment. You are in London, and you've come to do a tour. You're touring your show. Um, yes, I'm touring my show. It's called Oh No. I'm going to. I don't know. I sound like a parrot because I've said this so many. It's times. an incredible show. It's, it's an amazing show. I haven't it's seen an it yet, but I'm show. so excited to. I can't believe I haven't. It's it's fine. I can. I can. <laughs> Thanks. There's extra dates added. Don't the don't bother. Don't even. It's no, an I will. Show. I must. I I have not been watching a lot of comedy. I'll be honest. I got like comedy watching fatigue, but I think I'm back. I think I'm trucking back towards no, watching. It's probably more good for your mental health to take yeah, a break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really needed to avoid my job and interest <laughs> for as long as possible to become sane again. But um, I respect that. That's really bold. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm. I make this thing, but I won't consume it. <laughs> I refuse to watch it. I've seen it all. Yeah. 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 I get the vibe. No. <laughs> you, you make jokes. Cool. All right. Anyways. Blah, blah, blah. That was, that was joke, joke, no, joke. It's an incredible show. It's an incredible show. I'll say it again. Um, when you are not in London, where do you live? Um, I stay in Mumbai when I'm not in London. And I use. I grew up in the suburbs of Mumbai. So it's called New Mumbai. Navi Mumbai, New Bombay. And uh, now I stay in Mumbai. I stay in the, the heart of Mumbai, in Banja. In the an center. incredible neighborhood. In an incredible neighborhood. Exciting. It's very like bougie, hipster, and like, you know. It's yeah. very like, you've Portuguese heritage. I just did a, a, a walking tour with Kaki Tours. Can't, can't recommend them enough. Kaki Tours is great. So good. I took three separate tours. Wow. You really walked. I, I fucking love to walk. All around. I love to learn. I love to see a, a fort. <laughs> I love to see a fort. So is it also true, am I misremembering this, but you also spent some time in Dubai? Yes. I was in Dubai till I was 12 years old. Then I moved to Mumbai with my mom and my sister. Um, so I was born in Dubai. My grandparents, my mom's parents still live there. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, growing up in Dubai was interesting. Uh, I prefer India a lot more when I moved. Was it already like as developed or nearly as developed as it was now? Or It was redeveloped. But it was so strange because like th th there was no culture of going down to play in the evening in Dubai. Uh -huh. Like you're trapped in your apartment buildings. And then when I moved to Mumbai, my mom just sort of just let me go wherever the hell I wanted. Oh I would just ride my cycle, go off with my friends, you know, just... And at 12, that's like a revelation. It was it was incredible. And but I mean, it's, it was nice to be in Dubai because there's a lot of... Uh, Burgers there, I guess. A lot of junk food, yeah, and a lot of ball pits, a lot of malls. But no, India had a much more like I would say an organic yeah. upbringing. You know, like um, were you excited to move? Do you remember moving back to India or to India, not back to India? Oh, I was not excited. No, to move. I was really upset. You I need your malls. I was, I, I was like, why are my parents doing this to me? Oh, <laughs> it's like really hard age. You're 12. I was 12. You're leaving all your friends behind. Yeah. So I remember writing like diary entries about this and being really upset about it. Um, and then we moved and I forgot about my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sucks we'll to suck. We'll definitely keep in touch. You won't. I'm actually meeting one of my friends oh, from yeah, Dubai. Yeah. Oh, that's really fine. exciting. Today for dinner. All right. yeah, oh, that's, that's huge. Good, good luck. Yeah, I've noticed really since the first grade. Yeah, that's very, very sweet. Yeah. So, uh... 
Is your mom's family from UAE or are they Indian and moved to UAE? So we're all, my mom and dad are from neighboring villages in Mumbai, in Maharashtra. So Maharashtra is the state, Mumbai is the city. Mm -hmm. So we're from Maharashtra. And uh, I, I'm, I'm so glad that someone else is explaining this for us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of having to explain <laughs> India to everybody. <laughs> So from two neighboring villages. So yeah, so um, our villages are in the mountains and they're from like, other villages are like 20 minutes apart. Aww. And so a lot of people from my village moved to the Gulf to work. So my grandfather moved to uh, UAE uh, 48 years ago. UAE is uh, 45 years old. Or oh. it was 58 years ago, he moved and it's 55 years old. Oh, it's old. like literally on the moment of... Yep, like... He new moved. country just dropped. Straight up. Let's go. <laughs> Three years it went before it dropped, he was there. And uh, yeah, he saw he saw it become the United Arab Emirates. What was it before? Can I ask that? It was stupid? just like seven Emirates. Yes. Oh, okay. They weren't yeah. united they yet. They weren't united. Okay, so the Emirates were there. They were just not... So U, the U wasn't in the AE. Uh-uh. So he went for work. <laughs> he went for work. He went for work. Um, he worked for a shipping company. Um, and then he actually he got some ships himself. He worked his way up. He got like two or three shipping ship, big ships. Oh, damn. And then he would do export business. And then uh, the, he, he didn't see himself growing much. So then he had like a garment factory in uh, UAE. And so, yeah, they still have factories there in the UAE, my oh grandparents. My what kind of clothes do they make? What kind um, of garments? They now make tissues, actually. They made they used to make garments. Now okay. they make tissues. Um, my grandparents cool. are very rich. Uh, they would have real pearls. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Fine. We Sorry get it. Slumming it here. <laughs> it's all right. I don't have access to that money. So. <laughs> but, but they like it there. They want to stay. That's their home. Yeah. That's where they feel. Do they go back at all to the village? Yes, they do. They have, they have a house in the village. So they come to Mumbai. They stay with us for a day. They're off to the village. And then they come back, stay again for like a day or two, and then they're back to Dubai. So did your mom grow up in the UAE? Yes, she grew up in UAE. And my mom actually lived in London for like uh, three or four years when she was growing up, just like at, at Edgeware Road for a bit. Okay. Do you know when? I don't know when. I don't know the exact years. What was she in school? 80s, I guess, in the okay. 80s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Was, that's a cool time. I mean, Edgeware Road, didn't it have like a yeah. huge uh, performance venue there where like the Stones performed and stuff? Oh. Maybe. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Was she here by herself? She was with, no, no, the whole family moved. Oh, it was when she was, like, young. She was little. She was in yeah. school. And uh, my mom was telling me that, she, because we don't we don't really have that in India. And so my mom was saying how, she, like, the watchman of the building, or the security person, I'm not sure who, would send her off to do errands and then pay her for it. So, like, she'd go off to buy cigarettes for him. Huh? And then That's JK. I love like, we don't really have this in India. We don't have this anywhere. That's not a, a thing. A man that in your building who sends you off to buy him cigarettes. <laughs> I don't know if that's not... A secu yeah, like a security person who was doing no security. The opposite of security. <laughs> what, telling a kid to buy six? <laughs> yeah, she'd go and buy cigarettes for him. <laughs> it was the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> He'd pay her with cigarettes. <laughs> Yeah, my grandmother found out and she was really upset that yeah. she was buying cigarettes. And then... Why was she being sold? Who's selling cigarettes to a child? I got a it lot of It was a different time. It was a different time. It was the 80s. Does your mom have siblings? Did they also grow up there? Yes, she has a younger brother. And uh, is he in India or... He is in uh, Dubai. Okay. And he stays there and he doesn't come to India as much actually. But I think he's really attached because he's grown up there. So yeah. like he just... he's. 
Do you guys all speak Arabic as well? No, 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 no. Okay. No. But I can count to 10 in Arabic. Let's see it. Let's hear it. Let's Are you guys go. ready? Yep. Let's go. Wahid, itnain, talata, arba, khamsa, sitta, saban, saba, tamania, tissa, ashra. Hell yeah! Woo. I wouldn't know you slightly look like you lost confidence in the middle. But, <laughs> but if you'd have seen it through, I would have been impressed. Not I was like, one person was in this room can check. Yeah, we'll never know, but sounds possible. Do you guys want me to do A, B, C, Ds? I can do that Yep, also. let's go. Let's crack really? Okay. You live... offered. <laughs> I thought you'd do be like... your little trick. Alif <laughs> batasa That's it. That's all I know. All right. Well, good till that. Good till that. Sounded right. I got to K actually. And I yeah. Stuff. That's all you yeah, need. Fair. That's enough. Yeah. My mom actually has an, just one sibling. My dad. My dad had. My, my parents had a wildly different upbringing. So my mom was like, um, she is the daughter of a man who has factories, and she grew up in Dubai, and she was in London for a bit. And my dad has six siblings. Grew up in the village for a bit. Then they moved to Mumbai and they lived in like a one room kitchen with like six siblings and like parents. Wow, really different. Yeah, so he really like, he's really worked his way up to like where he is in his life right now. And uh, yeah, he was staying in Dongri in Mumbai. You know Dongri. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Darling. You know, Mohammed Ali Road. Where you get all the kebabs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah yes, okay. Yes, yes. So, I went for Ramadan Market there. Is it Mohammed Ali Road there? Yeah, okay. Yes. Woo! South Bombay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's No rickshaws. No, no rickshaws allowed. No rickshaws allowed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do not show up with your rickshaw. Come on, Charlie. I won't. I'll remember. I promise. Are, yeah. I'll never make that mistake again. <laughs> So, did your parents meet in Mumbai or in Dubai? My parents met uh, in Mumbai through their parents because it was an arranged marriage. And uh, it was arranged and they met. Yeah. And they married. Did their parents know each other or was it arranged through a third party? I think what happens is because we are, there's like five, six villages and we're all Konkani, mm -hmm. um, when it's marriage time, people are like, oh, she's ready. And oh, then it's like who's around? Like, Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I think they had a bunch of potential suitors. And uh, then finally, uh, I think my grandfather really liked my dad because my dad was highly educated. And my dad really focused on studying because he had to get out of, you know, his life and make money. Yeah. And all his, all his siblings are really, really well educated. And they've, they've done really well for themselves because they wanted to yeah. and had to. And so um, my grandfather really liked him. My mom. Actually, my mom loves to tell this story. She's like, I like this other guy <laughs> who showed up. And he Moms was... love this story. They always love this story. Do you story. guys have that Yeah, too? of course I have that story. Oh my God, did your mom also like another guy? My, okay, I hate to interrupt very, very no, quickly. Basically, the day, my mom was already pregnant by the time that, that my dad decided to ask her parents for permission to marry her. A bit late in my book, but okay. And she always tells the stories. Like, as they are going up the staircase to my grandmother's uh, apartment, the neighbor from upstairs who was a university professor was coming down with a bottle of whiskey to propose on that same day during <gasps> at that same moment and he saw her with my dad and was like i guess i'm too late he but literally said the words i guess i'm too point. late but also I, it has to be a made-up story because even if he did want to marry her what are the odds of it happening at the same exact moment that's could, couldn't have happened no i think i i'm with your mom i think it happened i love the story i guess the i'm too late the story is so dramatic and then it? he has the whiskey bottle and then he drinks it alone can you imagine he came down two days earlier and she was like just wait till the other guy gets here just <laughs> as soon as you see him come out then i'll definitely say yes <laughs> oh man you could have been a professor yeah by blood <laughs> that is how it works not by education but yes by blood hereditary yeah. 
Um, okay, so wait, who's this other guy that you like? Yes, so this other guy, he shows up and he's wearing like gold chains and like he's wearing these blingy sunglasses and he's wearing like cool shoes and he's he's got like a swagger. And my mom was like, this is the one. And my grandfather was like, this guy is a dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing wearing all this shit? He's not going to be able to take care of my daughter. And my, da- my grandfather just did not respect this man in all his stylishness. I think yeah. he really, he frowns upon stylishness. Yeah. And he's like, it's <laughs> classic. You have too, much, too much time on your hands. Like, why are you a narcissist? It's also like I guess I don't know. It's it's a little. Of course, it's a little like um, old school and traditional. But he was like, looking good as a woman's job. Ooh, you know what? I mean, sure. You know, I'm not mad. We're proof of that. We are proof and of that. And we do so. <laughs> I think he was just thrown off by how conceited he was actually yeah. and he seemed to be in yeah. when he was talking also and then my father shows up and he is wearing chappal which is like those uh, sandals you know the open toed sandals yeah. and uh, he's not even tucked in his shirt I think and I was like dad make an effort when I go to the this store this is true this is true the truth is somewhere in the middle between these two right like do something don't let go yeah one is like Ali J the other one's like barely dressed in the telling <laughs> And he's got all his certificates, I think. Oh my God, love oh, that. Do we love? I actually do love that. My his edu- credentials, yes. Your credit score? Yes, yes. Oh, I love that. Okay, I would agree. you bring Would you bring your Edinburgh Award to <laughs> Yeah, I would. I would because if I were to be arranged marriage in India, that award would scare the men off. So I would bring uh, it. There you go. Then I, it like would be I, I would like get that. I would get it and they'd be like, no. <laughs> Why does she do this for a living? And so I would, I would bring it, but for different reasons. Okay, fair. But as long as it's all, always on you, that's all I need to know. <laughs> but my dad uh, showed up with all of this, and then he spoke to my grandfather. My grandfather was like, "This is the guy," and my mom was like, "No," and he's like, "I'm sorry, I like him." And so then they got married. How did your mom's mom feel about him? My mom's mom, I think she was fine with it because I think. She knew their family, like the whole family. She was like, they're all right. They're yeah. Fine. But my mom had a difficult time, I think, adjusting once she got married because she had to move to his house from her palatial home in oh. Dubai to Mumbai. That's a big move. That's not just a little move, though, to is the it? One room kitchen. And my grandmother, I love her. Um, Dad's mom? RIP, yes. Um, uh, she's, she's not with us anymore. But she would ration food because there was like so many people in the house. So she had like defined portions for people. And she would, it was like, there was enough. And But you there's no seconds. Right, yeah. And so my mom was like, no, no, sec- no seconds? No sweets? This is a movie. No yeah. sweet this is treats? a movie. This is yeah. a movie. <laughs> And I think she just and so but my but one cute thing that she told me is that my dad would sometimes sneak her food. Oh yeah, it was really sweet. But so then anyway she complained to her dad and he was like, Come to Dubai. And he was like, Hi baby, let's go. And so then my dad and my mom moved to Dubai and that's how it happened. Okay. Okay. And so that was like were... a happy medium between yeah. being together but being able to live like a little princess. Yes. Have, have seconds. <laughs> As yeah. well, we all should. Yes, I am a wife, but I'm also daddy's little girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I am both. Don't make me choose. <laughs> yeah. And so now, it's so because my mom and my dad are the way they are, my dad is... Um, my dad is very uh, economically minded. So he's never like spoken to me like I'm a girl or like a child. He's always been like... 
you have to be um what do you say you have to add to the economy he's what? He, he, he looks at me he looks at me like a like a wing of production oh. <laughs> like, of like what what are the gains we get from this uh, <laughs> yes. it's so great though he's so neutral about it like he doesn't really compute like my gender and this is a problem back home a lot and he's really kind of like so like how are we scaling up and like, <laughs> it's like a business I meeting what about like, you're on your growth huh <laughs> yes that's great so he's like study get a job do you have fds have you invested and i'm like i love this conversation you're not asking me when i want to get married at all yeah. <laughs> so is there like a, an evaluation that happens so like i guess i guess charlie and i we're friends for many reasons but one of them is i do think we have parents who see success in a very similar way daughters Ooh. of economists yeah but two it, daughters of economists yeah two daughters of economists okay yeah. so what how do your parents see success like what is the i think it has to be a very a, a good job but a good job in a very specific way in a very capitalistic way yeah i think they would like supposed to be bankers or yeah unsure of i think there's almost i mean i don't want to generalize about the cox but for the dinkins <laughs> it's like it would be there is a an amount of financial success I could reach that would justify doing this, but it would be much easier for me to go and be a lawyer and earn, earn less, but appear more successful to them. Oh. And they would be more comfortable with that. They, yeah. I mean, less so now. I'm like 34 years old. They've given up. But like in the beginning. So like traditional jobs. They sound like Indian yeah. parents, actually. Yeah, doctors, lawyers. Co- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, my parents... Management consultants th- in our family, a traditional job. <laughs> but I also think it's like an Eastern European thing as well to oh. be like, if you're going to go to university, like my only options were like math, econ, computer science. There was never like a world in which I'm doing poetry at uni. They were like, nah. Which, nah. which no one made me do, but at the same time, I was gently steered away from like <laughs> drama and oh, interpretive art and dance. And <laughs> interpretive dance and I like gently steered towards other things. I, I think they knew they weren't going to get me to maths. You know, that was not going to happen. Ugh, I hate maths. I did one economics class at university and I truly did not understand what was happening any of the time, but my dad was so happy. We're I did too it. beautiful. We're it's simply true. too beautiful. You're no, really good at math, though. I am very good at math. God damn it. I'm yeah. good at math and I'm so good at math that I decided to do this for a living so because <laughs> i don't need to prove anything no 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 do you have siblings i do I have a brother and a sister um are they in traditionally eastern european so yeah good very good question thank you so much i love to be interviewed oh my on God, my own oh, podcast this is the dream but my sister sort of did this thing where she got married at 27 yeah. and she had which is for them i feel like it was even too late and then she like immediately had a baby and then a few years in, she was like, I'm miserable. I never wanted to marry this guy. I never wanted a kid. And then so she divorced him and then sent, the girl to, uh, sent her daughter to boarding school. And I think after my parents saw that, that like they thought that if, if they get, got us to the point where they wanted us, we would enjoy it. But once they like pushed my sister ever, like in the traditional path that they wanted for her, yeah. and she still wasn't happy, yeah. I think they're very scared to push me and my brother. Wow, she so took thanks, one Lana. Point really, team. really appreciate it. <laughs> immediate divorce, immediate boarding school, and they're like, I okay, okay. <laughs> I guess Maybe. we tried that. Yeah, Maybe once it went. hasn't quite worked out for one person in their happiness, which I think is nice, not just in other ways, but it, once you see that it, it wasn't like the happy path. Yeah, it's harder to be like. Because also, you my parents are really are really big on like, look at his daughter; she's doing so well. Uh. So the second they couldn't do it with my sister, because I'll be like, well, look at your daughter; she's <laughs> fucking miserable. <laughs> my parents love a wow. comparison. Are your parents? Do they compare you to their friends' children? No, no, not anymore. Actually, I'm so sorry. I do want to ask: Do you have siblings? I have as a well? brother. I have a younger brother. And so, does he get spared because you've? Sort of he's more traditional than me like he got okay. married last year he has a more traditional job than me okay. so I think they're happy they're happy tick 
tick, tick, tick. One of them's done. He's yeah. doing it. So You kind of just need one to yeah. do it. Yeah. One is the safety. The other one's the write-off. That's okay. <laughs> I'm really hoping my sister is the one who gets married and has kids. Is yeah, she more traditional does than it, it's fine. So, so far she does. She's a data analyst, so she has okay. a more traditional yep, job. Right. Uh, but she does not have uh, the sort of um, low standards that I have in relationships uh, where I'm willing to put up with anything. Yeah. And she uh, will dump a boy on day three if he does. If he sounds weird, what a wild. slightly off. And Although sounds- we all have the confidence and the <laughs> self-assuredness. And somehow we're all wrong. <laughs> yes. Is she older or younger than you? She's older. She's two years older. And where does she live? Also Mumbai? Uh, she stays in Mumbai, yes. Okay, great. And so now I'm just like, can you just lower your standards a little bit? Yeah. Marry a Get nice man. Just, I'm not saying, they can't, be, they can't be perfect. Yeah. And have a baby. And so then I'm off the hook. Yeah. But it's not, it's not. Keep pushing either. because once one does it, you yes. are free. And then I get to have a niece and a nephew and I don't have yeah, to bear children. <laughs> Obviously Olga can chip in, but like what is the the state of stand up comedy in India? Like it's like Obviously Olga can oh, chip oh, in. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Obviously uh, Olga is the I've expert been, here. I, I've been but there for, for a total of four but days. From your but perspective, <laughs> a career that's on the rise. I, I rise like I don't know, I feel like in the UK maybe there has been a more of a peak of stand up comedy being like a more viable career that maybe we're like in a plateau from at the moment like a lot of like panel shows on tv are gone mm-hmm. whereas in like america i feel like being a stand-up comedy you're still like the, the comedian you're still like the king of the comedians oh. kind of right like where's stand-up comedy in india so right now i would say stand-up comedy is booming because we're just taking off exactly. so it's like 10 to 15 years of stand-up comedy and so it's just taking off it's gonna peak it's gonna plateau it's that's going to happen but within these 10 to 15 years also i have seen comics who have sustained their careers i have seen comics who've not sustained their careers and it also kind of has to do individually with how you're willing to like how much work you're willing to put in you become lazy do you sort of move to something else which is always great that's not lazy at all or like what what is it uh, about your I don't know and also there's like mental health also which is very understandable and so it's taking off right now that's the but it's becoming very very crowded so when I started in 2016 um, I would say I was one of the hundred girls in India who was doing comedy but now there's like thousands and so so you maybe you invested at exactly the right time. Yeah, we might was say. Oh, <laughs> hello, hello. It was luck. I think it was talent and beauty. Oh my god. That's what I think it was actually. It's what they want to see when they come to a comedy show. And that's why we're doing a, a sexy podcast. girl. <laughs> it's a video too. I hope someone's watching on video. <laughs> I'm wearing so many fake feathers. I bloody hope someone's watching on video. Did you were you interested in comedy when you were a child? Would you is that something you would like? Would you watch comedy stuff? Yes, I actually I saw a lot of comedy movies, and I always wanted to be the. I, I thought I wanted to be an actress because I saw comedy movies, and those were the ones I liked. And I was like, oh, this the lead of this movie, she's so funny. I wanted to be like her. And then I hadn't seen stand up, and I saw stand up, and I was like, no, actually, I, that's what I want to do. I oh, want yeah. to make jokes, and so. When uh, when I entered the scene, uh, it was already eight years old, stand-up comedy scene in India. Eight to nine years old, I guess. What do you count as the start yeah, moment? How did it begin? Where does, the, where does the beginning of the eight years? I think the first open mic, actually, Veer Das, who's a comedian. Yeah. And you are, Emmy winner. Yeah, Emmy yeah. winning comedian. Yeah. Veer Das is the one who actually, I think, did one of the first open mics. Now, we can't be sure. Maybe there was another okay. open mic. But the first recorded open mic <laughs> in our history books. Oh, I love that. He is the one who started it. And then from him birthed many um, boys and girls. But 
more boys of course who came to do like open mics and then so he had a company called Viodas and then there was AIB then there was EIC SNG and there were a lot of other like lots comedy of collectives yeah lots of that, that was the time of comedy collectives was that what, what's the acronym for the one that um Oh my God, Sapan and Sahil are in. Um, that was EIC, East India Company. There we go. See? They're <laughs> so all... this is just like groups of people running like nights. Uh yes, and they were. Uh, th- th- the thing is, it's such it's such a collaborative space because also there were fewer people, so it was very. I would say the the vibe was much nicer, <laughs> and uh, they would all run mics. They would make sketches, put them on YouTube. Cool. Yeah. Right. Um, and so it was. They would do like sketch shows and then they do stand-up shows then they do like panel shows it was fun it was all live though it's none of it was on tv and on youtube which is our most democratic and used platform and then so from them came us the writers who'd write their sketches who then also started doing open oh, mic oh fun and then then there were other people and then so there were a lot of people who started just joining in and now everyone everyone has a has a room and they have an open mic night and cool. it's great and the comedy clubs and stuff so Cool. It's booming, yeah. It's yeah, there's really lots of comedy booming. like on on the same day. If you go and like book my show, it'll be like a, a one night, and there'll be like fifteen. Yeah, if I show you Mumbai tonight, you'd you'd see like Lo- yeah, you see, see like so 15, much 20 shows going. Cool. On. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's alive and it's. Kicking. When did you go and do? When did you first do stand up? Do you remember your first gig? Yes, it was at this comedy club that's shut now because uh, they went bankrupt. Uh, Is it that comedy club? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, that's another one. <laughs> Sorry, we have so many. Uh, but this is the one of the first one. It's, uh, uh, I think it was Canvas Laugh Club. Uh, and uh, it was, th- that's where I did my first show. And so, uh, one of uh, Sapan's uh, mates from the comedy group, mm-hmm. uh, Sahil, his father is a, this is so long, he's a, he's a urologist. And he was just trying his hand at comedy that night. Wait, the urologist or Sahil? Uh, no, the, his dad. Oh. <laughs> oh, his dad? His dad. That's so cool. His dad. He was just doing it for fun. Cool. Because uh, it was an open mic night. That's really fun. And so all of his friends had come out and they were all like doctors and they just wanted a fun night out. So they were drinking, they were having fun. And so that was my first open mic and I killed because they were like, yeah! who's this girl? <laughs> love her. The urology crowd loves her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a star. And then I bombed for six yeah, months. Yeah, of course. Always the way. And then I was like, okay, but I tasted blood. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. At what point did you tell your parents? And at what point did you ever have to have a conversation being like, this is what I do full time now? Uh, Yes, I did. But my sister was really helpful with that because my sister was like, you've ruined my life. Uh, you've made me study what you wanted me to study. Let her live. Aww. And so she was like, I will go with her to open mics. And she came with me to every open mic. <gasps> That's so sweet. She was, yeah, she was so incredibly supportive. And like, she would drive me to places. She'd show up to an open mic. And she'd be like, no, you're really good. I was really bad. Um, and uh, so, yeah. That's so That's sweet. That's good sistering. Yeah, it's good sistering. Because it's completely selfless. So She's what percentage is she going to take? Uh, it's uh, zero. <laughs> Oh my God, I, mean, I should talk to her about this. I should probably She's doing nice. it from love. She was doing it for love. That's even better. It's even better. I've never thought about it. Maybe I should snap at her a little less. <laughs> my tears with my pearls. Um, but, and so, um, she was really nice. And uh, she sort of helped me have the conversation with my parents. And they were like, all right, I guess you can do this. And they're, my parents are pretty chill also in that way. Is that they're, they're, they're pretty like not conservative and open-minded. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Also, I've been kind of a drama queen since I was a child. So it made sense. They were like, this, one, this is she's, not surprising. She's, she's, yeah. she's going to do one of these things on you. So yeah, it was fine. Have they seen you do comedy? My mom has, because I was on this show called Queens of Comedy on TLC. And so she would come to every episode and like watch the recording and stuff. Uh, but since then, she's not been al- allowed back into any live shows. And my dad has seen it on YouTube. Uh, he's not come to a live show and I've told him that he doesn't need to and he doesn't wanna either fine That's <laughs> I, like it, I like it when both sides kind of have a, a respect for the arrangement that's really really because good because my dad and I are very similar so we're both like no thanks <laughs> my parents came to see my first ever gig which was at a university like in a theater like in a black box theater I think it was like a mixed bill with like some music on it and I did so badly. I bombed so badly. And they were there and I could like see them and no one was, it was so bad. Yeah. Oh my God. But I literally never mentioned it. Like, I was like, <laughs> don't even wipe this from your brain. My parents have seen me bomb so many times and they don't speak English. So they were like, she's just, there's just silence. Um, and I think that the thing that's most harrowing is that it was maybe like eight years ago or whatever, but to them, cause they haven't really seen gigs since, like mm. that's how I am and that's what I do. Oh. And so for them, it's very difficult to wrap their head around do they not know that you're on a British Airways flight look do they not know that you can watch her on the plane thank you Uh, did I I did I once put put it on just to see if the person next to me would uh, would notice absolutely not I am wearing (laughs) I am wearing the amount of makeup I'm wearing in that special and I was just there with my fucking like inflatable pillow being like oh my god it It is one of the most vain things I've ever done in my life all I will say is uh, Olga Koch did a show about her family. That was her first hour that she did. Very much the story of her parents' lives. It was on at the London's Glittering Soho Theatre. And um, Alfred Charlie Hulk directed it. went wow. back twice Yeah, he saw it, it twice. <laughs> but it had a slideshow in it, so he didn't understand what I was saying, but it was full of photos of just him. Just a slideshow, so pictures just... of him, and people laughing. Oh <laughs> if you couldn't test the mood, you were at the very least going to go and sit through that twice. Yeah, he was delighted by photos of himself on screen. That's I think he so was cute. Pleased. In a way, I guess so. I think they were proud of you. They seemed yeah. proud. I don't think they knew what it was about. I think I, if they knew the content, maybe they would rethink it a bit. They wouldn't be nearly as proud. <laughs> <laughs> they enjoyed the idea of it. Okay, back to your family, please. Okay. I'm yes. so sorry. No, I love it. Let's get into your family. I, d- I, d- I did a show about my family. Group what about your family? Oh, yes, I did a show about my family as well. So can we hear a little bit about all the all, the extended family? Uh, okay. Who's the oldest person in your family you've ever encountered or the heard about? oldest person in my family would have to be my great-grandmother. You've met her? I've met her. What's uh, she like? She, so everyone in my family got married really young. So my great-grandmother got married when she was 12. Oh, my God. Wow. When I said young, I meant a child. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was a thing back in the day, child marriage. Uh, so she got, so, so then 
this is my uh, grandfather's mother my mom's dad's uh, the nana yeah. my yeah. nana my nana ji uh, his mom uh, i've met her i've met her husband so my na- uh, nana's father as well my my uh, nana's father was actually the head of his village oh is in thy lifetime he was the head of the village it's called sarpanch so there are five heads and the main so that's punch okay that's five and the main guy is the sarpanch so he's like the sir yes. right yeah so he's like so he was the head of the village when i when you're saying head of the village is it like a, a sort of like a council position a political position a religious position council position council position so day to day issues are solved and uh, they call meetings so if you Ooh. and i are neighbors in a village yeah. right and like we quarrel who's going to settle it because i'm like she she's she's hanging her washing in my front yard and you're yeah. like that's my front yard okay, and then it's valid. like no but that's my front yard and then so then he now, comes down and he's like well, it's it really his front yard because he's the head <laughs> he's the yeah. head of the village he threatens to cut the laundry and yeah, 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 yeah 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 he's like no washing for any of you yeah <laughs> dirty laundry all around uh but so the, uh, the, the they all get together and then they like ne- negotiate and they figure out so he that was his position uh my great grandmother was also she was uh, she was amazing she was lovely she really used to spoil us all the time when we went to the village um and uh, so i've met them those are the oldest people in my family that i've met uh but they've they've since passed But you've recently been to the village, right? Yes, I recently went to. The, you know my village. Oh, this is fun one. Uh my village has a tiger problem. What? Yes, because it's on the hills. Oh my god. So there's like two hills and um that's where my family stays. That's where all the five six villages are. And so in the summers and sometimes generally also for fun, the tigers like to come down to drink water. Uh-huh. Right, cuz they stay up and then there's the water body yeah. down, right? At the river. So whenever we have to step out in my village, we're always like Are there any tigers about? <laughs> How do you check? And what are, are you holding a weapon of any kind? No. So we basically just looking for. T- <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's actually protocol. Oh my god. So what? if you're going in a rickshaw. Yeah. And then it's like you're dead. If you run into a tiger from one village to another village, this is the hill you're going, and one side is cliff, so you you fall down. Yeah. Or it's just it's village. It's just a cliff, right? Like it's it's just a mountain. Sorry. And so if you're in a rickshaw, you're dead. If you're in a car, then you need to pull up all your windows, turn the ignition off, turn the headlights off, and just wait. Let okay. the lion sniff around, or the tiger. Sorry, the tiger sniff. So around. it doesn't like chase you and follow you to the next place. No, no, no. Unless you antagonize it. Ah. You're obviously not allowed to antagonize it. Uh, yeah, no, don't antagonize. Okay, and why would? Because I feel like the protocol anywhere in America would be like shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't have guns, right? Like we don't have access to guns like that. That's lovely. If we did, though, I'm sure we would. Wait, so the rickshaw that. protocol is just die? Death. Yes, <laughs> the protocol is die. Okay, <laughs> didn't yeah. need to be said, but sure. <laughs> Call your loved ones. <laughs> so you're in the car. You're like wait. You you wait for things to pass, and then you can drive on. Yes, rickshaw. You don't stop. Rickshaw is like you. If oh, you just. If the tiger is in here, you just try to maneuver around the tiger and run away. Oh my god! But like it doesn't. But theoretically, there is a world in which like the the tiger doesn't feel antagonized and just lets you go, right? Yeah, a lot of times that's what happens. Okay, so it's not like a guaranteed death. Oh no, that's why my village like otherwise everyone would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so have you encountered a tiger? Nope, not yet. I every time I go, I wait, and I've been like there over like fifteen times at least my whole life. It's time. I just didn't have never met a tiger, and yeah. everyone around my family's met a tiger on the way, and they've all been like, "Yeah, no, so we stopped the car." Yeah, that you'd want to. If everyone was talking about the tiger yeah. pro- problem, if you didn't meet one, you'd you'd feel left out. And so, no one in my village can have chickens because the tigers always come and eat the chickens. So it's a Aww. thing. So is it vegetarian out of necessity? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Chicken free, no reason. <laughs> 
No, they can't have poultries basically. Okay. So like if they want to have, have, they can't have their own chickens. They usually go and get chickens from the chicken shops, and okay. so oh, the, fine, that chicken fine. comes in like so chickens from like somewhere else. Okay. okay. But, but like, just okay. no, no free running chicken yeah. to be tiger bait. And you have so much space, and you could totally have your own chickens, yeah, and you could. That's like, annoying. Yeah, you could and murder them in your own backyard. Are tigers? Are they um like a protected? species um they are and the thing is now sometimes the government is really inefficient uh, all the time so what they do is is that if they find a tiger in another mountain and somebody reports that there's a tiger here they bring that tiger and they leave it in our mountain Wait, what? and what? if we report this tiger they take this tiger and they leave it in their mountain <laughs> Just an illusion of work. Yeah. Busy work. How busy is work. that real? That's so funny. And we're just like, you're just exchanging tigers. <laughs> but the net number of tigers remains the same. They're like, we- ultimately, the tigers do own the village. <laughs> <laughs> There's really anything we can do. We with. bought a tiger mobile and we're getting our money's worth, okay? <laughs> we're driving this tiger somewhere. I don't care. <laughs> what's the, um from your lifetime, what's the like big dr- drama from the village there mm. been any big gossip big drama there is so much I'm so afraid of what I can't get <laughs> yeah, don't, don't no, no, get yourself in trouble but I'm just gonna think sorry one second. did anybody get killed by a tiger no no mostly it's been chickens and okay. uh, cats and dogs um, but I'm trying to think of what is the big gossip that I can give you Oh, do you man. want examples of gossip that exists? Yes, please. Uh, I love a story when uh, a very young girl has a baby really young and then her mom pretends that it's hers. Love that. That's, <laughs> that's your that's favorite cool. genre? I love that genre of story. It's like, I'm not your sister. I'm your mom. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Love that. Yeah, yeah, that's um, really love one. an affair. Love a secretly gay person. Um, love an openly gay person. <laughs> love love all gay people. bickering <laughs> over, in, when people have loads and loads of space, arguing over a very small a tiny, tiny amount of space. Yeah. That's, that's my village's jam. Okay. okay, that's what I like. And it's always like, they have lots of space, but they're always arguing about like, the exact line in which yeah, 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 good. they can right, keep good. their things and can't Like the biggest feud possible over the smallest thing possible. Yes. <laughs> like one person was actually arguing with their neighbor because they had that slanting roof, the slanting brick roof, mm-hmm. and it slanted slightly over into their side. No, 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 and no. And now no, the no, thing no. is, they had like a, they had a wide gap between that slant, just a gap, and where their house starts. But they're like, it's, it's touching me. <gasps> It's touching. It was oh. in the space. They were just, they were not okay with it. Okay. So do they but, shave off part of the roof? Uh, that, by the way, that dispute was not, the village council was not able to solve it. <gasps> oh my so God. it's gone to court. No, yes. So- yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's in court now. It's insane. And it's a, it's now officially a property dispute. So my village has, my villages, there's two or three of them, have the, so many property disputes. Because what happens is, is that there's one parent uh, who buys all of this land or just like one plot of land, right? Like, so my grandfather, for example, my dad's father would buy a plot of land and then he would leave it for six children. Yeah. And now six children will have six children of their own. Immediate problems. I actually have 24 cousins on my dad's side like first cousins and you all have claim for this one piece of land yes and but oh, so like we don't even Who want is it willing to fight a tiger is the question <laughs> who's willing to fight a tiger that's how you solve it <laughs> that's actually a pretty good idea I was think about it wait so there's 24 cousins are you close with them are they do they live in the villages i'm close with them they're all they've all moved out from the villages nobody wants that piece of land they've <laughs> since they've it's it's the parents actually it's the his my dad's siblings actually who are not able to come to a conclusion 
And whenever they bring it up, we're like, oh my God, not that plot again. So you're not even fighting with strangers. You're fighting with family. Yeah, yeah. And that's the that's the whole thing. Like, so you're taking your family to court. Yes. But so it has oh, not wow. happened over this piece of land in my family. But so there are other like pieces of land over which this is happening. So in my family, it's more like an internal, like we're all meeting for an occasion. And then suddenly somebody brings it up. And then the atmosphere in the room is really tense. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh my God. And like, because there's seven of them. So like different combinations have different issues right so it's like it's a landmine oh my god yeah. so you can oh, gang up on each other you're like when he leaves the room we talk about that and then when they leave the room we talk about that yeah fantastic but so we do have a lot of those we have a lot of plots so now what happens is my village is basically there there are houses in the village in which people live and then there are just random plots of empty land and they've been disputed for years and nobody's doing anything with them. So that's happening. A lot, lot of court cases. Charlie's living It just never this. becomes anything because no one wants to agree. Oh, yeah. my favorite. <laughs> you all get nothing. Yeah. <laughs> A big fat nothing. Yeah. Everyone being miserable is better yeah. than one person oh. being happy. Oh. I think that is uh, the philosophy of my village people. Uh, <laughs> this is the Konkani philosophy where they're like, it's... I would disc I love them so much, but I would also describe it as why are you happy? If <laughs> and not so, are you happy, but why? why are you? A shared sorrow is what they all want. And so this is how people communicate in my village when we go visit. So my parents will bring a lot of gifts and we'll go visit. So now my village is basically because uh, everyone is moving to Mumbai. When I was very little and I'd visit. There were a lot of people there. Yeah. Now people are moving to the cities, right? So And they come back less often to visit. And so the village now, when I went in the beginning of this year, is a collection of people who are retiring. And mostly they are women because the boys are done early. Okay. <laughs> and I call them boys uh, with... Um, it's not... Don't boys. investigate it, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The men are mostly dead. And so it's kind of like a sorority village at this point. Okay, that's a dream. It's just gals. That's so. a dream. <laughs> You know, I'm it's ninety percent of the time is dream. Ten percent, it is some of the most vicious, mean <laughs> bickering, and, bi and backstabbing, <laughs> passive aggression. Oh. But then everything is so tidy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like very landscaped. <laughs> You're just yeah. begrudgingly chopping another bush into <laughs> the shape of a heart. Ugh. What is the kind of, how often would a big group of your family get together? Like, what is the event that gets you all? Marriages. Uh, babies being born, babies birthdays, um, deaths. The uh, classics, all the big <laughs> ones, all the big hits. Wait, can you tell us about the, the most impressive family wedding you've been to? Okay, so <laughs> I think the bar from for impressive weddings in my family is a little low. It's usually about who had the biggest buffet, who had the more, most fat, food items, yeah. right? who didn't squeeze you into the smallest piece of land and gave you enough tables to sit on. Yeah. Because what happens in Muslim weddings is usually we don't have music or alcohol or joy. <laughs> and so it's basically a people coming over to a reception and of course you're with family so you're laughing yes. and you're having fun but it's like a big dinner basically they're getting the business done yeah it's like you come you hand over an envelope with like some money some cash for the bride and the groom you take a picture with them and then you go eat you meet your family members and you leave but then is the competition ultimately who has the best food it's ultimately who has the best food who had the most seating now here's the thing <laughs> Fuck the food! The, you know what happens sometimes? So we'd have round tables. Can you, can you imagine? They had stools, no backs. <laughs> <laughs> Not on my watch. Not on my wedding. Like, so if the three of us are Bring your own cushion. Forget about it. I'm not coming. 
three of us were sitting at a wedding, yeah. um, eating. There would be three people standing behind us waiting for us to vacate our place. Oh, there really oh. is not enough seating. There really isn't not enough seating. Okay. Is it because there's so many people at the wedding? It would mm-hmm. just be like... Is there... Wait, wh- how many people are we talking? Are we talking hundreds? Or are we talking thousands? We're talking hundreds and oh. sometimes we're talking like in 500s and thousands. But like, it's just that they'll have like, okay, so if there's 500 people at the wedding, they'll have 250 seats to sit in. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's just okay, always so it's musical chairs. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. matter what the number is, you have half the number of seats. Yep. So bring your own chair. Has, yep. Bring your own chair. <laughs> but when you're not eating and you're not waiting to eat. Yeah. You're, you're, you're milling around. You're, you're mingling, yeah. Because okay. they'll have an area in which you can just like sit and hang or just stand and talk and stuff and then the stage and then they'll have a food area. And so the food area is the one where everybody's like, I'm going to sit here and eat and then somebody will be standing right behind us and you'll be eating and then they'll be like, so when are you going to be done? And you're like, I'm actually going to go get second. <laughs> and they're like, bitch. And so like, this is like, this is, so this is yeah, actually so. some of the gossip that rolls over from the yeah. wedding. Yeah. And it's a strategy like, do you, you're like, you team up and you're like, I'm going to go get us chairs. Yep. You go get the food. It's yep. exciting. Because oh, you God. hold the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so yeah. your groups. And so a lot of people like, um, a lot of the gossip that they do later on is that, did you see her? She went to get thirds. Oh, I was, I was, stand, oh, I was oh. standing behind her and she would not get up. And so this is like, so I think the bar for like impressive uh, like weddings in my house is uh, food and seating. Yeah. And I mean, it that would real. be incredible drama. The thing is, if, if it were up to me, I would deliberately have so few chairs. Yeah, I've never thought about that, but have 10 few. I, I think a half is like too obvious that it's like, it's predictable. You have to make it look like you a You just mistake. do like 10 chairs too few. <laughs> So it's like 10 people just can't figure out where they're supposed to sit and no one can solve it. But you're like, I'm sure there's something over there. I'm sure there's but something But I'm the over bride. There. No one's going to come up to me asking for seating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just create a little drama to cruise you through. Chaos. Uh, yeah. I love it. What yeah, about I, your family weddings? What are they like? An iconic thing that my sister and her ex-husband did at their wedding is uh, they were so not fucked with taking pictures of people <laughs> they did uh cardboard cutouts of themselves and then people no like, stop yeah. it people just <laughs> queued up to take a picture of a cardboard cut no out. that's no. amazing so yeah, weird. in, in the dress. Yeah, yeah, in their wedding dress and in the, in their wedding suit, and they were just standing. And you would stand in between them. And Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, because they just didn't want to didn't want to interact. With me. <laughs> It's iconic. <laughs> That's the most amazing thing I've it, ever Im- heard. Imagine towards the end of the wedding, you're looking at their table, and at some point, they've been replaced by the cardboard cutout. <laughs> they haven't been at their own wedding for the past four hours. <laughs> That's crazy. It's two other people holding <laughs> yeah. the cardboard cutout doing their first dance. Yeah. It's just, what? <laughs> Do you feel like you've been given a piece of advice by anyone in your family that like has really stuck with you? Yeah, no, they love advice giving. Uh, but what's stuck with me? Let me think. Let me think. Is there something that's really stuck with me that someone has said? Let's go over some things that my family members have said. Please. My grandmother said, don't stand in the sun because you'll tan. That did not stick with me. Is that a metaphor or, or <laughs> it's just a very, very direct piece of advice? <laughs> no, it's very, she's like, you're going to tan. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Okay, yeah. But so it is, like, what that does that advice? mean? Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to tan, you don't stand in the sun. I get out of the sun. And I was like, but I'm not afraid of the sun. No, get out. And so that's one piece of advice. Yeah. Um, Until you went to the UK. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. We'll never see the sun again. <laughs> I hear you, Grandma. <laughs> Loud and clear. Um, I think my parents are not so big on advice as they are on uh, lecturing me post 
some and something I've done. Okay, gloating. Glo- yeah, I want to gloat. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew this would happen. I think one of the things that formed me completely is I used to, as a kid, ask my mom, "What age do you wish you were?" And she says, "I only ever want to be the age that I am." Aww. And whenever she's at, for the first time, I'm like, "Ugh, she's lying. I bet she wants to be 18 again." But the older I get, the more I'm like, "She had a point." Yeah. Just enjoy where you are. That's really nice. Because it, it's, it's so much like woulda, coulda, shoulda if you keep on being like, university, we're the best years of my life. She's like, I always ever want to be the age that I am. Yeah, that's It's so such nice. a good line. I told you the craziest thing my dad ever said to me. When I was a literal child, my dad to me was like, you can marry more money in a moment than you can make in a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> and it's stuck what? in here. <laughs> that, why oh did my say that? God. What a strange thing Wait, to say. But that also sounds like a saying. Like it's such an yeah. elegant, it rolls yeah. off the tongue it's in a way that somewhere. It's from somewhere. It's not wrong, but it's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess. Oh my, you can marry you more. You can marry more money in a moment than you can make in a lifetime. Wow. 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 Still unmarried. <laughs> <laughs> Still waiting. Right, do you have anything right. you'd like to promote uh, I would say this is probably going to go out in two or three weeks' time. Oh, two or three weeks. Um, no. Yeah, so it's just <laughs> unhelpfully after your tour. No, then just follow well, me. You're gonna have, are you going to have gigs in India? Yes, I yeah, am. Yeah, we have a huge listenership. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would, wish. Can I promote my Fringe next year? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I will be back at the Fringe in 2024, and uh, I will be doing a work in progress, and I will be doing a rerun of my old show also this is all tentative very exciting this is so exciting but so then like please come for it you absolutely have to see oh no it's an incredible incredible show and the new one will not be incredible but give me your money yeah give her your money go to the fringe we can that sounds good to cast us in a bollywood film oh yeah oh my god (laughs) Olga, we can make it happen, really. Oh my God, don't just say that. Don't say it if you don't mean it. No, I think we can make it Okay, we'll talk after the podcast. Okay, cool. Bye! Family Jewels has been a comedy kerfuffle production produced by none other than Andrew White. If you have any interesting family stories or you just want to send us a compliment, you can <laughs> you can do that on Instagram. Uh, or you can, a nice thing you could also do is go and review this podcast if you like it on Apple Podcasts. I think like three people have done that. You're my favorite three people you can also leave a deranged comment on youtube yeah if you want all right want to get a chiseled look in the jawline sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from juvederm volux xc juvederm volux xc is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with juvederm volux xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist visit juvederm.com that's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.